Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're inviting you to dream about what your life would look like if you choose to change the future. And there's a quote from Ashley Brilliant on this that says, nothing we do can change the past, but everything we do can change the future. Just think about that for a second. Like you can't change the past, but right now you have the power to change the future. We were talking about that in today's episode, but first we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And a hug is really, it's our opportunity to, to celebrate what the two of you are doing in your marriage, the strides that you're making in any or all of the six pillars of intimacy. And this hug comes from a post that was in the One Family Private Facebook group that starts with, my husband and I celebrated our one-year anniversary this weekend. Congratulations. So awesome. Yes. And I'm actually super excited because last week's hug was about a couple that was celebrating their 14th wedding anniversary. This year or this week, it's a one-year anniversary. Like the one family, guys, It like literally newlywed to... Wasn't one we just read recently? It was like 30-something years too. It's all over the place. Yeah. I love it. I love, I love it, it. I love it. I love it. She goes on to say, we stayed at a nice hotel about two hours away from where we live and we went to a monster jam show, something we both wanted to do since we were kids. Yeah. We have a 16 month old son and haven't had more than 24 hours to ourselves since he was born. Oh my gosh. I remember those days. Yes. This weekend we had two nights away. <sighs> okay. If you have little kids, you know that that is just like a little slice of heaven to get two nights away. A little bit of peace. It was an amazing time filled with fun and quality time. We even played silly games together in the pool like we were teenagers again. And we hit all six pillars of intimacy during our time away. It was so nice to connect the way we did and talk about things other than the day-to-day -day work, kids, especially when the last year and some change has been about learning how to parent together more than anything else. I can't say we would have had such a successful weekend if it wasn't for this if it wasn't for the one family and the podcast and learning to be intentional with every moment we possibly can. Thank you guys for paving the way for marriages all over. That's awesome. Congratulations again on that one year anniversary. I mean, what I, what I have to say, and I love it when we have newlyweds mm -hmm. jumping in because you and I didn't have it. And many of us who, who've been married 20 plus years, uh, a lot of us didn't have mentors or people to look up to or or to go wow what what does marriage really look like mm -hmm. and so i'm always excited for those of you who are jumping in in your 20 plus years 30 years married and you're just finding us bless you because you know what you're jumping in you're choosing to to change the future mm -hmm. and not look at the past and go you know what we want to have the extraordinary marriage we desire and you're jumping in so congratulations to you as well absolutely i mean those are just uh those hugs just make it it's one of my favorite parts of the episode, right? The hug. But as Tony said, at the very top, you know, we're talking about what 
what it would look like if you chose to change the future. And a few weeks ago, I was at a Cherished Women's event here in San Diego, and the pastor had preached this message that was really all wrapped around this idea of writing a letter to your younger self. And I just want to share, Cherish Women's event, Cherish is what we call our women's ministry at our at, oh, our, at, home, Awaken Church. at our home church here yeah. at Awaken. And and it was incredible because I sat there and, and she was preaching this message and it was a message that was just, it was so wrapped around reflection and insights and there was tremendous revelation and just this understanding of life's twists and turns. And, and I came back and I'm like, Tony, oh my gosh, like this was just so, it was so powerful. And we started thinking, okay, well, well what would we write? You know, like what would that have looked like if we were writing back to kind of our newlywed selves, mm-hmm. right? And, and then what would we, what would we do? differently if, if it, that was the case. And, and so honestly, you know, sometimes you guys ask us when we meet in person, you're like, how do episodes come about? Well, that's how this one came about, right? It was this whole conversation of sitting in an event and going, what would that look like? What does that letter look like when we start to really be intentional, not just about where we've been, mm-hmm. because as I shared in, in the quote that opened this episode, you can't do anything to change where you've been. You can get revelation and insights from it, but what are you doing today to change the future, right? It doesn't matter if you've been married, you know, a year like the hug that I read or, you know, 50 years. What are, what are you doing? Right. What do you, can I, can I just share something too? Go for it. Cause I, I'm still, I'm still getting into, and I've shared this, I don't know, maybe over a month or so ago, the power of positive thinking. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm listening to this book again because I found myself when I first picked it up, just the thoughts that were going through my head, the mm-hmm. past, what, what, where, what am I doing? What have I done? How, how have I, how have I lived up to be the man, husband, dad that I thought I was going to be? Mm. And, and I, and I felt like I was in this space of like, man, I'm not, I haven't done much. And, wow. and I felt like the devil was just sort of chirping in my ear a little too much. Mm-hmm. And so that's when listening to another podcast that book came up and I picked it up and I started listening to it and I picked up another book um, and just looking at what am I telling myself? What am I, sh- what am I saying? Um, and I'll put, I'll put a link to the power of positive thinking here, but I do believe what we tell ourselves day in and day out mm-hmm. about our past is not only impacting our current moment where we live right now, but what we're going to live out and how we're going to live out the future with our spouse. Well, and I think it's important to note, you know, those thoughts, those actions, like a lot of us, and we've been there in seasons in our marriage too, where it it kind of feels more like Groundhog Day than anything else. I mean, years and years ago, we actually did an episode called Groundhog Groundhog Day. Day. Uh, That was like probably in the 100 to the 200s. It was ancient. Um, But yeah, we can get into this place where, where it's more just surviving our marriages instead of thriving, looking towards the future, laying a framework like the six pillars of intimacy over our marriages and saying, okay, I've got a framework. How are we going to go step there? How are we going to step into that? And, and I will tell you that, you know, Tony and I were, we're just kind of talking about this episode as we were preparing and just thinking through, you know, some seasons in our life where it was more like survival. There was no vision for the future. We were, we were happy. And, you know, the future was like five minutes. Mm from now, right? When the kids were little, when, you know, finances were tight, when we weren't talking to one another, you know, all of these times where we're just like, yeah, you know, if I can just, if I can just survive today, if I like, and we, we didn't even allow space to have that vision to think about how do we change the future, Mm -hmm. right? What does that look like? It's why so many, it's why, honestly, it's why we share a hug 
every single time. I think we, for many years, Elise and I would bury our heads in the sand. It was easy. It, it was what we did. We, we, we had no sense of, wow, there's more than where we are in our space in Poway. That's where we. That's where we lived for for many years. That's where we started the show. This is where we, we started. This is where we started the show. Yep, and we would just bury our heads in in, in the sand and never thought there was much more we could do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can totally, I can totally feel you if that's where you are right now. And yet I will tell you, you're listening to this show for a purpose and for a reason. And I do know because of that, you are getting you are getting filled with positive, inspiring, encouraging words. It's now up to you, though, just like Elisa and I had to do. We had to pull our head out of the sand, and we had to be intentional, and we had to take some action. Mm-hmm. You know, last week on Instagram stories, we asked all of you, you know, what is one thing that you tell your newlywed self, right? Which is an interesting question mm-hmm. because some of you have been married, you know, like a week. And so you're still kind of in your newlywed self, but maybe you would have told yourself something different seven days ago. Uh, some of you have been married 50 years mm-hmm. and, and there's a whole widespread and, and the answers were amazing because we got answers like talk less, listen more. My spouse is not a mind reader. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> that was really- last week's episode about expectations. Yeah. Was it last week that we did expectations? Oh, okay. Gosh, I'm so glad that he pays attention every week. I literally create an episode and then I'm like, oh, I've stopped thinking. Um, other answers, pray together. Don't stop pursuing your spouse. Always keep communicating and don't allow any subject to be off limits. Have more sex. Yes, 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 yes. Make your spouse and your marriage a priority. Draw boundaries or create guardrails around family and friends before you need them. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. that. These would, are all great. That, that would have been like a good one for us to know as newlyweds. Make friends, make couples friends. Start therapy or coaching from the beginning, also before you need it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's so good. No porn. Improvements intentional. Create memories together. Sleep naked before you need to wear pajamas. Be willing to make adjustments to the other person. Never stop working at your marriage. Mm. And literally, like, just as a side note, I read that and I'm like, oh, shoot, I think that's another book. Um, <laughs> this is how my brain thinks and Tony's like oh geez another book Elisa well I I will say we we are going to be starting to work on a new book the next edition of the six pillars of intimacy and this one will be the newlywed edition Mm -hmm. and then after that one we are going to come out with our empty nester edition and those are those are slated for the future. Um, well, what, yes, with, they obviously have to be slated for the future. But what, what, what those future dates are right now, we, we don't know, but we, we hear it. And, mm-hmm. and those are different, those are different areas of life. Like when you're looking at your newlywed self, what would you tell that person? What would you tell somebody when they're getting married? Yeah. Like, like they're stepping down the aisle. They just said, I do. What would you tell them and what you shared here are all just such amazing insights for, for somebody who is and for even for yourself? Well, and what I found interesting as I started you know, going through them, and, and there were so many more. I mean, we love when you all respond to the questions and the polls and whatnot that we put up on Instagram stories because it really allows us to, to understand what's going on in the one family. Mm-hmm. And what I, the revelation I kept having reading answer after answer after answer is that every response had some facet 
of the six pillars of intimacy in it. Mm -hmm. Whether it was talking about emotional, physical, financial, spiritual, recreational, or sexual intimacy, or some all woven together, like the one that says, you know, um, improvements intentional, you know, things like that, where it, it, that framework becomes an opportunity for you to bring this all together. And the other revelation I had, knowing that we were going to be sharing these responses with all of you, is that if you know what other people would say, you can actually be really proactive and start incorporating that because here's the thing, you don't actually have to know, like you, it's kind of like putting your hand on the stove, right? If somebody tells you the stove's hot, you can get closer, like you don't need to burn your hand to, to understand that the stove is hot right? Children do because they don't have that reasoning. But as adults, we can actually learn from one another and go, oh, okay, if that's something that somebody else would say that are newly with, maybe that's important. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should do it too. And these revelations actually allow you to be able to change your future. Hearing what you all would tell your newlywed self, this sets us up to be able to go, okay, what do I choose for the future? What do I put in place for the future? Because where you've been mm. and the past, like you don't have to stay there. I tell my coaching clients this all the time. Just because it's happened doesn't mean that that's the definition of who you are, right? It happened. It's fact. I told this to a couple the other day. I'm like, everything that's happened in the past is all fact now. What remains to be written is what your future is going to look like. And I'm going to say this. If you're, if you're stuck in cycles and loops of constantly going back to the past, constantly going back to an incident unable to really address the root issue, then I would highly suggest that you apply for coaching. And you can do that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching and learn more about it. There's no obligation, but you need to break the cycle. Mm -hmm. When Elisa and I would stick our heads in the sand, we were living in a cycle. We would pull our heads out, things would get better, and then something would happen and we put our heads back in the sand because we didn't want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And so there are going to be times, and you may be in this time right now, where you got to go, enough's enough. Like we got to break the cycle. We got to get to this root issue because if the past keeps coming up, how are we going to have a vision for our future? Yeah. Can't look both ways. Mm -hmm. You can't look both ways at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's, It's impossible. And you're, you're better off looking through the windshield, which is much bigger than your rear view mirror, which is very small. Yeah. I, I just using that analogy, when you look at the past, it's not only is it small, but it's a very narrow focus mm. and there's so much more potential when you look forward. And we, we actually need to discuss what that looks like and how to do that. And we're going to do that after this break. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back. 
And we're talking about how you can change the future of your marriage. And instead of looking back, right, you know, Tony gave us that, that fabulous analogy of the, you know, the small rearview mirror versus the size of the windshield looking forward. You know, it's time, it's time to look at your future. It's time to start writing that future, to start creating it. And, and what I want to say is even though we opened this episode talking about, you know, a lesson learned from writing a letter to your younger self or to your newlywed self, what does it look like? And just, just think about this for a second. What does it look like to write the letter to your future self, to write the letter about who you and the two of you are becoming for what you're creating in your marriage? Like that's a powerful, ex- you want to talk about changing mindsets. You want to talk about really getting in touch with who you are and just some of the obstacles that you might have in your thoughts. Start writing that letter to your future self. What are you speaking and declaring that your marriage is going to look like? And for some of you, it may not be a full on written out letter. For some of you, it may be a statement or two or three. It's like, I believe, Mm -hmm. I believe we have an extraordinary marriage in just, you need to tell yourself that sometimes you have to tell yourself that Mm -hmm. because you, you need to see it in your mind's eye before it comes to fruition. And that's something that I've been working on a lot. Uh, one of the things that Elisa and I have said for years here at One Extraordinary Marriage, be intentional and take action. It, it, those are two statements and two words that we have used so often that when I get stuck, I, I, I just remind myself, I got to be intentional in my marriage and I got to take action in it. If something, is, if something is bothering me in our emotional intimacy, I need to be intentional. I need to let Elisa know that, hey, there's something that's frustrating me. We need to have a talk. Mm -hmm. And then I got to take action. I need to share what that is. Even though I can even get nervous, you guys, I can get like, if I say this, is she going to get, is she going to get upset? Is she going to reject me? Those still come up in my own being. I I still face those. And yet I I will stand up and go, you know what? I believe Mm. in the extraordinary marriage that Mm -hmm. we have. You you know what I mean? So it starts, it, it starts by writing that letter. Well, because you have to know, right? There's a scripture in the Bible that says, you know, take the vision and, and make it plain so that you can run with it. Mm-hmm. Paraphrased. Um, I didn't actually have my Bible open to get that word for word. But, but in that place, like you can't know where you're going unless the vision is clear. Right? Like you may not know all the steps. And that's okay if you don't know all the steps. But what's that vision? You've got, and we want to encourage you this week, write the letter mm-hmm. to your future self. What, what do you want? your marriage to look like? What are the two of you working on right now? What's, what would strength, oh my gosh, you guys, what would strength in each one of the six pillars of intimacy look like in your marriage? Like when, you know, not, not how Tony and I define what, you know, a strong sexual intimacy pillar is for the two of us or a strong recreational intimacy pillar is what, what, how do you define it? Does that mean that, I mean, we've got friends that have got a cabin up here a couple hours away from San Diego. And I was talking to the, the, the husband this past weekend and he's like, you know, for us, that would be like if we could get up there once a month. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's awesome. Right. We've got other friends that they have a boat. And so for them getting out on the water and going sailing, that's their thing. Mm-hmm. I, I would not enjoy sailing. I, like, that's not my thing. And that's okay. Because it's not. Like, I don't have to look like them and they don't have to look like us. It's what does that look like for the two of you? But don't just write the letter and keep it to yourself and be like, oh, this is my like sweet little letter to my future self. No, sorry, sorry. You got to share it with your spouse. 
that this is this actually becomes like a group activity because the two of you are going to have different insights. And again, I do want to say this because some of you are letter writers. Like you get you can write letters and and it's great. Others of you may be statement type people. Bullet, Bullet points, points work. It, it, it's okay. Again, we've all been individually made. And, and Elise and I really believe this. And we've been around long enough. And we've been on social and listened to podcasts and everything else and TV and all of this. And the thing is that I see often is like we see somebody and we try to mirror them exactly. And really what we want to do here at One Extraordinary Marriage, and it has been our desire, is that you take the tools, Mm -hmm. you take the six pillars of intimacy, you take whatever it is, and you make it yours. Mm. So if a letter, you're like, a letter, put bullet points if that's for your thing. If it's it's just straight up statements and, you know, it's, it's a sentence for each one, go for it. Two sentences, whatever that is for you, so that way you're moving forward so that you can change the trajectory of where you are now and where you see yourself and your marriage. And I want to encourage you, both of you, when you sit down to share this, don't interrupt, don't correct, don't talk over, don't dismiss anything that your spouse is saying. Like actually let them talk and hear it and ask questions like, what would that look like? Mm Mm-hmm. Or, or what does that mean to you? Like ask clarifying questions so that you understand. Do not poo-poo what they said. It's not right or wrong. Just because it doesn't look like yours does not make it wrong. And I'm saying this because some of you are already like, yeah, but if, if he does this or she says that, no, you're creating your future. Don't squash your future before you've even had the opportunity to discuss it and start creating a plan. Because that's the next thing. Like you guys are, you're going to come with your individual letters, bullet points, notes on your phone, checklists in Google Keep, whatever it is. We're flexible. We're totally like my coaching clients use everything, right? You're going to come, you're going to share. And then it's starting to go, okay, what is our action plan? Yeah. Let's give them some examples of what this would look like for each of the pillars. And I'm actually going to take a few of the the points that people wrote to their newlywed selves okay. and bring it to the present, go into the future, right? There was one that said, talk less, listen more. My spouse is not a mind reader. Okay. So for some of you, that's going to look like, you know what? Our future selves, we make time for walk and talks. They are on our schedule. We share what's on our mind because we understand that neither one of us can read the other's minds, Mm. right? It's super, it's just getting into where are we going? Mm -hmm. Another one that said sleep naked. And I love this because um, it's like, this is super easy to change your future. Like just don't wear clothes to bed, right? But it also means that you might have to be really intentional about what kind of bedding you have. Mm. You might have to be, oh, you know what? We lock our bedroom door every night so that we can sleep naked and don't have to worry about interruptions from our children, right? That's just planning for the future. Mm-hmm. Another one that was in there was pray together. Okay, now we've been pretty open this year on the podcast, right? Tony and I, this has been, spiritual intimacy has been a challenge for us. In January, we told our future selves, and this is like straight up the conversation we had, we are gonna pray together we're, our goal is three times a week. Mm-hmm. That's what we told our future selves. We hadn't been doing that at all. Like, let me just pull, totally put ourselves out there. We'd pray occasionally and definitely when we were at church and do church service and yet not here not in our own home yeah. consistently. And that that was us believing for something and going, we're going to make that happen. And you know what? I'm going to say something about this. 
Has it been perfect? No. With the move that we made recently, that totally threw us off track with the oldest being back home and and the youngest being home throughout the summer before school started. That really threw us off track. And we had to get back on it the earlier this month, just going like, wow, we, we just missed a couple of weeks there. What, what just happened? Mm-hmm. And we had to engage one another and go, no, that's, if we're going to change what we believe, we got to step back into this. And you know what? Stepping back into it wasn't really like, woo, we were just right where we were when we left off. It took us a little bit to get back into this, uh, this flow, into this rhythm. And so, but that was us mm-hmm. late last year going, this is what we are believing for. And this is how we're going to change our future. Yeah. Uh, one of the other statements that was made was, you know, have more sex. And along the lines of sexual intimacy, somebody else said no porn. And so when you're writing that letter to your future self, or you're making your notes, you know, what does it look, what does have more sex mean to the two of you? Does it mean that you're going to, you know, print out the intimacy lifestyle planner and you're going to be like, you know what, we need to actually define hmm. what having more sex means. Tony's looking at me, which means that he's going to probably link that in the notes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, Cause he didn't know I was going to go there. Nope. Um, does it mean, you know, how do the two of you define have more sex? This goes back to, you know, making sure the door's locked again. You know, maybe the future self says, hey, we're going to actually have a great door lock on our bedroom so that we're not worried about being interrupted having sex or we're not worried about sleeping naked. If it's, you know, no porn, what are the safeguards that you two are going to put in your marriage going forward around pornography? Is it going to be that, hey, you know what? We are going to actually take action now to safeguard our future and we're going to put you know, something like covenant eyes or, you know, blockers on our devices. Yeah. I don't even know what's out there anymore. Yeah. There are a lot of different devices. Personally, I I just don't, I haven't looked in a while. All I would say for those of you who are battling it and you've been going through it for a while, this is one of those moments where you have to take a stand and go enough's enough and really seek out and go, okay, what's the root issue Mm -hmm. and maybe be an accountability. I know there are many different accountability groups. Um, when I went through, um, with my coach, he specifically worked with groups of men mm. walking through that mm-hmm. um, and, and was just having massive success. So do know men and women both, if that is something like this is maybe one of those moments in time where you're like, okay, enough's enough. Like I need to step into this place where we're going to, we're going to rip this route out. Right. Cause we want to change our future. That's it. And that's the thing. When you start to get this vision, Right. When you start to get the vision of what could we be, mm-hmm. what are we growing into? If we're not growing, we're dying. There's only two options. Mm-hmm. Right. So what are the two of you growing into in your marriage? What, how are you using the framework, the six pillars of intimacy to say, hey, there's potential for us. We can see it. We hear it in the hugs. We, we gather it and grasp it when we're in the one family Facebook group. We see it on it's like we see what couples are doing mm-hmm. and we're not going to wait around for another day, another week, another year for that to be our story. We're gonna actually pull those stories of hope, those stories of action into our present so that we can change the future. Extraordinary marriages do not sit around waiting for something else to happen to them. They actually, like Tony said a few minutes ago, they are intentional and they take action. And that's what, you can change the future. Mm -hmm. You have to be intentional and you have to take action. Yeah, wow. Wow, wow, wow. All right. So what are you going to do? We're, we're stepping in. We're, we're hitting it hard now because we want you guys to be prepared as we get into the end of this year and we start looking into 23. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're already thinking like, where are you going? So start it now because what you decide today does 
change your future and it will change your future. So what will you choose to do? What of those six pillars of intimacy are you going to step into? Are you going to step into all six or maybe there's just one or two you're going to step into? Whatever it is, this is your week. So go after it. Go after it. Sit down, write a letter, write your statements, share them with one another, and then let us know how that goes. You can send us your hug at hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We want to read it. We want to celebrate you here with the entire one family. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.